0: welcome back to the podcast um i'm so happy to be on i've been loving the podcast like it's been so fun for me i know i was a little like jumbled last week i'm a little jumbled this week but i wanted to get on here and i also want to talk about how like i feel like people go away and like they go to their family and they go on their breaks during christmas time and holiday season Obviously, because I need a break, and I feel that like i'm I cannot wait to be off from work, even if it's for a short period of time. I just really want to like not do that for a little bit and get back to myself, but like with online content, it's really sad because it's like sometimes that's like the joy in people's life, and then it's just like stripped from them, and just like seeing people from my favorite podcast not being on for a week and just seeing how it like messes with my routine and stuff, I just feel really sad. For the people who aren't going home to family for holidays or have like a bad vibe with family during the holidays or don't like the holidays because it doesn't bring good memories to them so i'm really thinking of everyone and that's why i definitely want to be on here because it's fun this is really fun for me and i like doing it and um yeah i just got that i feeling recently um But, yeah, it's probably going to be jumbled, but we're just going to get into it. So, first of all, I was literally just thinking about this. Cardi B and Offset, it was really sad to hear Cardi B on live crying her heart out. And, like, I've heard someone else say this, but it was just, like, gut-wrenching. It was, like, a feeling you know, like, when you're, like, at your breaking point. It reminded me of being, like, a teenager and just like not knowing what to do and not knowing what to say. And all I could do was cry. And you cry so hard that you're like getting yourself worked up. And you're like, t- like I feel like that's a cry that you cry so hard. You go to sleep after. Because you like knocked all your energy out. And it's just so sad seeing women build men's careers. And then them shitting on them in return. And I'm thinking about the like stuff going on with Simone Biles and her husband, people feel so confident lying. Like, you cannot say that you never saw Simone Biles. And like, if you never knew who she was, I feel like you're a loser or like an idiot. Like, I mean, how this woman took the world by storm. Gymnastics is always the most popular sport in the Olympics. Like, it's like that in basketball. Everyone's always watching that or swimming. You know what I mean? But like, everyone knew about Simone Biles, everyone knew about it, to like, it's just, oh, it just rubs me the wrong way, and it's like, why did misogyny turn into this thing where you're downplaying women's achievements, and making them feel like shit, and using them, and just like, not giving them credit for the things that they do, it's just like, men who are misogynist or people who are misogynist don't even look at women as humans it's like we're just like an aura it's like maybe they are spiritual because they look at women like they're just like a spirit and they don't credit them they don't applaud them a lot of people don't celebrate them unless it's in like this sexual demeaning gross disgusting way but it's like you see cardi b literally propel offset's career i really think about it how similar it is to tiana taylor in a man Sh- like Amon Schumper or whatever, it's like all of a sudden he's on Dancing with the Stars, dancing his ass off. All of a sudden, everyone's comparing Offset to Michael Jackson, but it's like none of these people really did this on their own. It's like when they became family men, that automatically boosts their morale because, oh, they're good dads, oh, they're good husbands, let's prop them up. It's like that helped them get into mainstream media. Cardi B, she fought her way up from love and hip hop to become this famous singer this famous rapper this amazing personality and to know that in the background someone's cheating on her and dimming her light pisses me off makes me so mad it's something I could fight about yell about scream about for so long and I I say this all the time but whenever I see someone who's so upset and so at their wits end with a relationship or someone who is manipulating someone or just like abusing them whether that's emotionally physically mentally whatever and I'm not saying that any of this is happening I'm just like talking about in generics about people in my life and stuff like that all I want to do even as the most introverted ever the most introverted person ever the most per- I I don't I'm not argumentative I guess in real life I used to be really confrontational so maybe I am I don't know all I want to do is just go up to that person and be like, let me tap in so I can just nail them. Just keep going, going, going. And just so they can have a feeling of what it feels like to get that. Because I feel like the people who know what I dish it are, are the people who have taken it the most. I think about like Drew follow and how she can just go in on a person. And I'm just like, I wish, I know that like that's weird, a weird concept, but to see someone just get hurt, 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 shit on, shit on, shit on. And not being able to like stand their ground. Because maybe they're just too emotionally done. And they can't. I just want to tap in and just fight for them. Because it's just it sucks to watch. And it sucks to hear. And if she's someone who turns her pain into work. Which a lot of people aren't. I feel like I am to an extent. But sometimes I'm like no I just want to be sad right now. I think the best PR like. Cool thing for her to do would be for her to release an album that's like rules to get over a bum, and I'm just thinking like rule number one. Rule, like I think that would be so cool, and if it was like a like a just diss distract diss track, or diss track, or diss track, um, a joint album with Megan The Stallion because how similar their relationship storylines are right now I think it'd be interesting to see that as well and also I feel like people don't understand how young Cardi B is I don't think she's even 30 yet she's really young um and um it just makes me sad so yeah like imagine a joint Megan Thee Stallion Cardi B album in the summer it would be perfect but just I'm just thinking about her a lot Okay, I also want to talk about Quiz Lady on Hulu. I watched that movie with Sandra O oh and Aquafina and it was really cute and I really liked that it. it was like neurodivergent representation. And I don't know, I've really been glorifying like um sitcoms recently because they just remind me of childhood and just like coming home and we would always have the news on or we have um we'd have a sitcom on, like, we watched King of Queens a lot when I was little, and I watched the first episode last night on Peacock. I'm sorry, I think Peacock is the superior streaming service. They have so many old sitcoms, and just, like, they have all the old SNL episodes. Like, it's so cool, and the first episode of, um, King of Queens is they get this big TV like those big old school TVs. And I used to have one of those and it was in our basement too. And I loved that big TV. I would play Wii on it. Like it was the most fun shit ever. I don't know why we got rid of it. Like it's such a relic. Like it's huge. It's huge. And it was just cute seeing that. And I really do glorify like the old times, like the nineties, which is like sad and stuff like that. But it was just cute to see. So I'm watching King of Queens. It was just really good. But yeah so I like that quiz lady kind of highlights like the jeopardy of it all and just I watched jeopardy a lot as a kid too and how much I loved it and how I love knowing like weird shit and how sometimes I feel like my social media addiction allows me to know so much stupid shit but sometimes it feels like currency sometimes it's like okay now I can get to know this person because I know this niche thing and it's really fun so I recommend you to watch it and I know Aquafina gets a bad rep and she's like changing her whole persona from being like a culture vulture to trying to I don't know, grow up. And I don't know how old she is. Um not that's an excuse, but I'd love to see her excel and grow. Um so yeah. George Santos was on Z Way and it was insane. Like I felt so dumb during that interview because a lot of stuff I didn't understand because I just don't keep up with politics like that but the whole it was so weird seeing someone who's like he did gag her like everyone was saying he gagged her like they gag each other but like he did gag her and the fact that she was like how can we get you to go away like how are you gonna invite someone on your podcast and then they get on your podcast be like how can I get you to leave it's like you invited me here of course she's gonna say that like people want the content, she wanted the content, it was just interesting, like, if you haven't seen it, go watch it, I wish it was longer, and honestly, like, I watched the UA show a few episodes, um, it needs to give the energy that the YouTube gave, maybe some people are just made for social media content, but also, like, bring her show back, anyways, yeah, so I watched that, um, and just back to the holidays are hard for and when everyone like kind of like disappears. Um, but I feel like that's when people need help the most. It's just like one like with seasonal depression and how a lot of people are feeling that. And then like how like essential workers will still have to work no matter what holiday it is. And it's like maybe they rely on social media as an outlet. Social media to feel fun and then that just like disappears for them. I don't know. I always get really sad about. Christmas and the holidays and people and lonely people because hearing like I don't know, I I remember I've just read this article from Eliza McLamb who I've been loving her music. If you listen to Bench tropia podcast, she makes music and it's amazing. Like it's so good. It's so mellow and calm. Like I was in a writer's block and I put her music on for the first time. Like it was my first time listening to it and I was just writing, writing, writing. It was the perfect music to write to. But anyway, she wrote an article um, on, I don't know if it was her substack or what, but it was, I think it was an older article and it was about her time working for what it seemed like to be like an OnlyFans website where she was a person who would be like replying to people whenever they reached out to them. And she talked about how like she got the most tips or the most money or the most people talking to her on Christmas. And I was like, that's so sad. And just like people go, it just like, it's really low and it gets really lonely for people on Christmas. And, um, yeah. And that's I saw about like essential workers and just people that are lonely and sad. And it's just like, everyone deserves to have like a home, you know, everyone deserves to have something that feels like, right. And I feel like I can't get over watching videos that are about like how lonely this generation is. And it's just like, they kind of want us to be lonely. You know what I mean? Like that's kind of what they want because they want everything to be ruled by capitalism. And I feel like when people enter in a relationship, they're spending money, but when people are lonely, they're spending money too. And just the difference between living on your own versus like with other people and how much money you're shelling out with that. They, um, if you're single, you're not getting as many tax benefits, which this, that kind of contradicts myself, but Anyways, it's just like, they don't care as long as you're working, as long as you're supporting yourself, making money, generating money in the economy. That's it. You know what I mean? And it's like, we're lonely also because we're always working. Like, when do you have time to like do that? You know what I mean? When you have time to go out and be a person, do people feel comfortable going out and being a person when everything is so expensive and people are fucking batshit crazy because We don't have the mental health services that we need when people are scared of getting sick because no one took good precautions during COVID. Now look at us. We're all getting sick constantly. Um, And then there's just a strict divide because of this red pill and incel content that has divided women and men that has gone so far that it's seeped into other sexualities. Like You're seeing the same things that heterosexual people are fighting about between homosexual people and it's just like it's like people watch that movie like um what is it called like the one with Mayala and Julia Roberts I forget what it's called I'm sorry I can't think of it right now maybe it'll come to me they talk about how it's like this to me it's almost like a war between the people and how they want people to like turn on each other and fight and it's like social media and society and how people are like against each other online whether that be political party or whatever it's all based on what you're being fed so it's it's served to you in a silver spoon to either be on side one or side two it almost seems it'll be a civil war within the country based off of dumb shit like it'll be all amounting to someone just trying to like just tear people apart and like rage bait and like it's so divisive and it flips, freaks me out. And when I think about it, it's like, what if that flip is just people disagreeing and then it's just like World War Three. Like, why are women being punished for having miscarriages? And it's like, people looked at The Handmaid's Tale and they were like, that shit isn't going to become true. But then you see... Things like that you see um the ski mask ban like that's how it could start and we could keep getting more and more and more policed until we're we become nothing it's just crazy and I don't get into conspiracy theories I don't like that but it's just hard not to think about it um yeah, I also want to talk about the Survivor finale. Oh my god, Survivor this season. This is my first full season watching Survivor. And I loved it. And I really, really wanted them to cut D. Because I was like, D's going to win. D's going to win. And they were so close. And my two favorite people this season were definitely Katora and Jake. Um, I just loved watching them. It was amazing. And... um I feel like Survivor really benefited from the 90-minute episodes. I felt like I really got to know the people and how they were on the island from it. And it was just really nice to see. And I'm so happy that the Sia Awards came out and that Caleb, Austin, and... Not Austin, sorry. Caleb, um, Kotura and Jake got the money from Sia. Like, so happy about that. And just, like, seeing everyone's stories and how gut urching it was, it was just... I mean every episode almost I didn't know what was going to happen at the tribal council and it was just amazing and I loved it I mean I feel like the perfect story would have been Emily winning but it was just really good I recommend everyone to watch the season of Survivor I feel like it'd be really fun to binge um and I hope to keep continuing to watch and to see in the future and it's just like the Survivor fan base is so much more positive than the Big Brother fan base and I'm just like wow this is awesome Reindeer Games finished last night and Nicole Franzel won. And sadly, I'm a Nicole Franzel truther. Like, I listen to Coco Caliente sometimes. Not gonna lie, I loved Nicole Franzel and BB-16. BB-21, I did not um, at all. BB-18, I was, like, indifferent. But it was nice to see her come back and win. And I would have loved if Taylor won too. And I really am excited for the future of Reindeer Games. And I really hope that CBS takes these games and deconstructs them and applies them to Big Brother 26 and that it is more equal I think it'd be a lot more fun to watch I think it was really fun to see Cody get out this season and Cameron get out first like it was like the perfect dessert after the worst dinner if BB25 was the worst dinner Rainier Games was the best dessert you know what I mean so yeah Um, I want to talk about Oprah Zempic. That's what I'm going to call it because this is my scandal of the year and it's really pissing me off. So Oprah, I guess was, I don't really know the situation fully. So I'm going to say that first, but she, I guess, didn't come clean about being on weight loss medication, but then she did. And this was like a thing between me and my mom, because my mom was like, no, Oprah's on Ozempic," And I was like, no, she's not. She's like, yeah, she is. She said she was. And I was like, no, she didn't. And it was like a thing so she didn't say she was but then she did say she was and now Weight Watchers is working with like the weight loss medications to promote that and it really pisses me off because I feel like I relate to Oprah I watched this video about like her past with her weight and how she dealt with it and just seeing her go on like I don't know if it was Barbara Walters or whatever. And they're like, well, what's wrong with you? Like, how did you gain 50 pounds? Like, what are you doing? She's like, well, I just overate. She's like, no, it must be a problem. And it's like, bitch, you don't have my genetics. You don't have my history. You don't have my curves. You don't have my body. You're not going to sit here and tell me what's wrong with me for gaining 50 pounds. First of all, because I can gain first 50 pounds in a, sn- in a heartbeat. That's nothing on me. But two, it was just like, it's so sad to see how society has been like, okay, well, skinny is in. And if you're skinny, you won't have this disease, this disease, this disease, this disease, this disease. When there's people who have all those diseases and are skinny every day. And I'm not saying that it doesn't make it worse. I know it makes it worse. I know being fat, it makes it harder for me to do so many things. And I would love to lose weight. But why can't it just be naturally? Like, why do I have to see all these people, all these celebrities lying about being on these weight loss medications and then feel like a fat fuck because I'm not stick thin because I'm not on Ozempic, shitting my brains out every day. And then why are these celebrities, like people always talk about celebrities like they know more about things than normal people do. There's this thing going on with Mark Zuckerberg right now where he's building a bunker. And I'm like, you know what? I would love a bunker. Like let's bunk it up. People always think that they know more, that they're ahead of the pulse. If they know that these weight loss supplements are like the best thing ever and everyone should be on them and they're good for your body, they're good for you in the long term, shouldn't they also like be saying that? But they're not because it's not because I literally read this article on the news section of podcast um on Apple like news or whatever and it was talking about all these people who were like losing teeth who um like all this crazy shit that happened to them just from taking a weight loss medication and it wasn't good for them and it's just like of course some people could go on it and it could be the best time of their life they could be pre-diabetic they could be diabetic it could really serve them some people could abuse it and it could really harm them and it's like it's just like when one addiction falls another rises up because i know like back in the early 2000s 90s people were obsessed with like slim fast people were obsessed with like weight loss medication in different ways like Fentermine and stuff like that then Finn, I remember listening to um you're wrong about or not you're wrong about I'm sorry I'm, I'm so out of it today um I can't think of it I remember listening to the podcast where they talk about every single diet that people did and how crazy they can be for you and how they're not helpful for you and just my personal history every time i diet yes i get skinny yes i lose the weight and then i gain it all back plus more it's a constant cycle does that mean that i need weight loss surgery maybe but it's just like it sucks it sucks and it just makes me really mad because oprah has all this money and she still falls victim to diet culture and the struggle to be thin and the want to be thin and it's just like disappointing because it's like damn you can be making oprah money and still feel like you need to look like everyone else wants you to look Like the beauty standard will never escape you it sucks ruby frankie that case has developed and it's worse than i imagined it was awful hearing all of those things it was disgusting hearing all those things and i just feel for the kids i can't imagine going through such a traumatic situation and having to adjust to a whole new life and just feeling scared all the time and wondering why that happened to you and especially in a religion where you feel like god is there and to see him and to think of that you know what i mean like it's just like i feel like that's why religion really also rubs me in the wrong way sometimes and how to handle because it's like how do you explain that to a child how do you explain that? It, it, it's just awful. I, I literally can't imagine it. I'm just praying for them. Like, I'm praying for the kids. A lot. Um, it's like, I don't even know where to go next. But I did want to talk about something that yesterday that happened. So, I was driving to work. And I saw on a car. And it was like the, we just got married. We just got engaged. Here's our Venmo. And it just made me really sad because it's, like, with things like GoFundMes, with crowdfunding, um, the car of Enmos. When, I know, like, at work whenever there's a big event, everyone comes together and they donate to that person. And I love doing that and I'm always going to help that person. But it's really sad that, like, everything involves money. Like, even this building off of the loneliness versus coupled thing, death and rebirth even involve money. It's like whenever someone goes through a major life moment where they're supposed to be happy when it goes straight to thinking about how they need money. And how I feel like in a nice society, in a developed society, that's not how it works. You have a baby and the hospital gives you what you need for the first six months. I've seen that happen in a lot of European countries. And then people are there to support you there's doulas, there's family members, there's friends that are cooking you food that are giving you something. It's just like, I don't know. It's like money has like, it's like, I. it's so dark to me. And I know that sounds crazy, but it's just like this dark energy because there's so much emotion behind it. You know what I mean? And the difference between someone giving you money versus giving you a home cooked meal or versus giving you an hour of their time, it's so different and it just makes me so sad. And it's like, these people should be celebrating their engagement. They should be so happy. But they're now they're thinking about how much money they need to have a wedding. Now they're thinking about how much money they need to have a baby. Now they're thinking about how much money they need because someone lost their life. Like, that's so sad. And it's just, our society is so sad. And I'm sorry, it just makes me so upset. Um, I can't stop thinking about it. Um. And... Just It just feels like so many people are struggling and are so scared to ask for help. Um, I wanted to talk about Luke Combs, Taylor Swift, the Etsy debate. Like, could you just get famous and say, no lawyers unless, like, I'm in a lawsuit or, like, it's something personal or something attacking, like, my personality or whatever? Because I feel like it's... Cool. it would be cool to be a famous person a celebrity and have people that are inspired by your art that maybe that makes them make music maybe that makes them make um merchandise maybe that makes them make edits maybe that makes them make anything um would that be an insane thing to do and just like let people be inspired like i feel like Celebrities' image gets so commercialized to the fact that they don't even know what's going on they don't know all the lawsuits that are happening obviously because they're on such a big scale and um anything could be happening but to sue someone for a few tumblers are you kidding me and then i think about all the like fan art and stan art on twitter and how these people make mashups that are so awesome and how that's how like amorphous got his career and how copyright is so harsh um, but then you go on on apps like TikTok and where people can use, um, copyright music and still make money and still generate that and how that's just, like, boosting the music industry. Think about how, like, would have done the same thing if YouTube would have allowed it for years. Like, they should be fighting for that and artists should be fighting for that, for some more exposure for their music, whatever. And then, like, um, I think about how stands can make, like, the best little, um, they make album covers sometimes, and it's better than the covers that the artists release. They make so much stuff. And it's like, why is that being policed? Like, just let them have fun. And it's like, you already are making so much money. You're making so much money. You can't let someone make $250 off of a fucking tumbler cup. And this is not Luke Combs. Luke Combs did the right thing. And it's just like, my king, like, I talked about in the last episode. I love Luke Combs' music. And I understand him doing something like that. But just, it just, made, it just rubs a wrong, like, rubbed me the wrong way and I know that a lot of times celebrities not in the room during this they don't know about this but like when people are speaking out about being sued by these major celebrities could the celebrities just be like cancel it like don't do that like that's just not something that I stand for that's not something that I want to do just made me sad um I feel like I'm in, like, a writer's block era because I want to create. I want to create so much more, but I just feel like I don't know what I want to say. Um, but it's, like, I keep thinking about spirituality and manifestation and just, like, doing what you want to do. I'm like, maybe I should just, like, write how I feel about that. It's, so, like, I said, felt, like, inspired a lot. And I feel like people always talk about Mercury retrogrades as something where you revisit old work. And it inspires you. And I felt a little bit of inspiration that night when I was writing, listening to Eliza McLam's music. But I also felt like I'm on the precipice. Is that the word? I don't know. I'm on like, it's almost there. Like I'm almost at that thought. And weirdly, another topic, I heard Tana Mojo talking on Just Trish last night about how she did feel the changes at 25. And she felt her brain fully develop. And everyone keeps saying that. And I'm so excited. I can't wait for the podcast after I turn 25. Because I hope that it's more better. <clears throat> I hope it's better. Um, but I just want to like be creative and inspire and write. And I just feel like I have this weird feeling right now where I feel 96. I feel 96. And I think it's a seasonal depression also. like I don't have a lot of energy I can sleep all day. I can not go outside. I can become so scared to like leave. Like I can feel all of that. And then I see someone, they're like, oh, I'm 35. And I'm like, what? What do you mean you're 35? Like I can't imagine being here in 10 years. I can't imagine like pushing through work for 10 years. Like it's just crazy to me. And, um, I really think it's just cause it's cold outside and it's just like, how dumb is that? Like, just cause it's cold outside that I'm not mentally strong right now or physically strong right now, but it just makes me really sad. And I just want to be inspired and be creative, but it just feels really hard right now. It feels like I'm just like lacking that. But off of the Tana Mojo thing, I just want to talk about that for a little bit. So the steamies, I was on Reddit And people were talking about it. And I was like, oh, it can't be that bad. I couldn't make it five minutes. It was so embarrassing. And everyone was saying that she was drunk. I don't think she was drunk. I think she was on some type of medication or some type of drug. Um, Maybe. I don't know. But it was just, like, really hard to see. And it was just really sad. Um, And then just, like, the dynamic between her and Jeff on Jeff FM. And... I don't like how he talks about her boyfriend maybe I'm too sensitive maybe it's crazy but I just don't like that and so it's just giving me a bad vibe I hope she feels better I hope she gets it together um it was really much paralleling to Denise Richards on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills Hills this year um, at the dinner party it was very similar to that so I think they might have been under the same influence maybe um yeah So I'm gonna end this with some chronically online things that make me really laugh. Like I think about them all the time and I just start laughing. So, first of all, go and listen to T.S. Madison's podcast episode with Nicole Byers, Why Won't You Date Me? She there's like this one clip where she starts singing Cozy by Beyonce. Because if you don't know, TS Madison, one of her like Instagram lives or whatever, is in Cozy. And it's just so I love it. I literally think about it all the time. Like every morning when I drive to work, if I were put on cozy or something, I think about it so good, and then, like, there's, like, a scene, like, her, she lives with her mom, her mom lives in her house, and her mom was, like, yelling at her to cook something, or she was yelling at her, her mom to cook something, and her mom's coming in, it was just so funny, like, just go listen to that, um, and then another niche one is the Dad Challenge podcast, when Brampty came on, or no, Brampty filmed a video reacting to the Dad Challenge podcast and they were cracking the fuck up. Like, they were just laughing the whole time and they were, like, loving it. And then he reacted to them re- reacting to him. And he's, like, uncomfortable because he wants them to, like, I don't know if he wants them to be, like, upset or he's just, like, confused that they were, like, loving it. And it's, like, the funniest shit ever. I love stuff like that. Um, and so I'll link those. But, yeah, that's just what I want to talk about today. Thanks for listening. And hopefully I'll be on here next week to talk about... New Year's resolutions and stuff like that.